y'all y'all we need to talk this is an emergency episode okay first i'm gonna say spoilers all over this i'm gonna say spoilers all over this because i don't want to hear nobody later be like oh my god you just gave it away girl okay listen here listen here okay if you guys watch mariah actually you know what this came out with august 9th a whole ass month ago this you know what so this ain't even a spoiler no more. This ain't even a spoiler no more. Okay, you guys, if you guys watch Miraculous Ladybug and you haven't watched season four yet, don't listen to this podcast episode. Come back after you watch Miraculous Ladybug season four. Okay, if you don't care about Miraculous Ladybug, then you don't care. But if you do care, come back later. Anyway, so we're going to talk about it right now. Spoilers. Okay, happening in three, two, one seventy-five. 150 $125. $1. Okay, here we go. So, I just finished watching episode 18 called Wishmaker. And again, I'm behind because honestly, Miraculous Ladybug season four is doing so much. Like, it, it's taking forever to come out. You know, it's taking forever to be compiled and whatever. So, I got to go on YouTube and, go, and do the getaway. Okay, I got to do the getaway and watch it on YouTube. And I watch it, you know, in segments or whatever. So, I was watching this review and I was like, episode, what? Wishmaker changes everything. What is that? So I had to go and watch Wishmaker. And let me just say this episode is petty. Let me just say, so there's the, I forgot his name, but the one dude that's always doing like the, the TV announcements and stuff. Like he works at the news station. He cool. He cool. But in this episode, he was petty. He was telling everybody their jobs are just meaningless. And I was like, how are you going to come out here telling everybody their job is meaningless? Like, what, what, why are you being so petty? He was really in his feelings this whole episode. I'm just trying to figure out why. But anyway, so miraculous lady. So, so this episode, Marinette and her classmates are trying to find out who they're going to be in the future. That's the whole theme of this episode. Who are they going to be, you know, when they grow up? And Marinette's kind of like, well, I always thought I was going to be a fashion designer, but I'm not really sure. Adrian's like, I don't really know what I want to be. You know, my parents want me to be one thing, but I want to be me. You know, I might want, you know, they want me to be a model, but I just want to be myself. And then you have Luca, who's not in their class, but Marinette and him dated for like a cool minute. And Luca's like, and everyone's like, oh, you want to do music? And he's like, no, I don't want to do music. I like music, but my passion is to, is to inspire other people to enjoy music right so he wants to build instruments so anyway he's the very clear-headed guy in in the show he really likes marinette but he knows that she's just like holding back from him holding back secrets or whatever so anyway um at some point in the episode um the uh the newscaster guy we'll call him that gets akumatized and when they become akumatized obviously if you guys don't know they become like possessed by this guy named hawk moth hawk moth is the villain of the show he is adrian's father Adrian is Cat Noir. So Marinette Dupinchang is the lead character in the show. She's basically the Serena, like if you watch Sailor Moon, she's like the Serena of the show. So she is uh, Marinette. Um, she turns into Miraculous Ladybug. Um, and then we have her partner, uh, which is Cat Noir, who is Adrian Agreste. Now they do not know each other's counterparts. So Adrian and Marinette do not know who the other is because if they did, all this crap would happen, whatever. So they also don't know who the bad guy is, which is Hawk Moth, who is Adrian's father, Gabriel Agrest, and his sidekick, uh, I forgot her name, whatever her name is, but that's his, that's the woman who works for him. Um, I forgot what her name is, I can hear it, but I forgot her name. Anyway, so 
that's that. And a lot of their classmates end up becoming uh, heroes too over time. Marinette, as Ladybug, chooses them to be a part of her, like, you know, good guy squad. The only person who knows of her secret true identity, which happened just this season in season four, is her best friend, Alia. And Alia is... Um, what is her name? I always forget her name. She's her bad counterpart is Lady Wi-Fi, but her good part is uh oh my god, what's her name? Not Volpina. Who's Volpina? Is that? I think that's uh what's her name? Fuck, I forgot. Anyway, I forgot her name. Sorry. But anyway, so Rena Rouge. Rena Rouge is her good guy counterpart. I love, I love me some some Alia. I love Alia. Anyway, so this episode again focuses on these three characters: Luca, um, Marinette, and Adrian. And um a few times Luca has been chosen as Viperion, um, who is another guardian. They're all, they're all guardians, I should say. They're all guardians of like the good stuff or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> they all have miraculous Kwamis that turn them into these characters. So Luca sometimes turns into Viperion, um, who helps Marinette out. And anyway, so, you know, in the episode, she's talking to Luca and, you know, Luca's very like, again, he's very straightforward. He, you know, he means what he says. He's a very like, I mean what I say kind of character. Um, but he's, they recently broke up earlier this season after dating for like very little time. And he's very, he still really cares about Marinette, but he also really just wants her to find her way. He knows that she and Luca, or she she has feelings for for uh, Adrian. She's, he's very aware of that. And so even though he knows all this and he has feelings for her, he still tries to do the best thing he can for her, which is basically show her that he cares and supports her, blah, 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 all this stuff. So um, he even, they, they eventually run into Adrian and talk to Adrian and they kind of, the three of them have this moment together where they're talking. It's very cute. All of them talking about their futures. He's very like, he's in the middle, but it's great that he's in the middle because he's, you know, kind of encouraging both sides to kind of do what they, they need to do for themselves. And he's just, he's a very, very good character. I love the character of, um, of, uh, I'm sorry, of Luca. I think he's, he's great character. Maturity wise, I think he's my favorite character in the show. He's so mature. Um, you know, for being around their age and still like understanding that like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> this might not be my girl or at least not the girl for me right now, but she still needs to, she still has my support. I still care about her. I still want her to, to find herself and even the guy that she likes, you know what I mean? Like I want him to find himself too. And so I love that he's just kind of there for these two characters. And, um, so anyway, uh, the, the, the host guy, the, the, the news host guy, he ends up becoming akumatized. And turning into this like wish maker where you can grant people their their like deepest wish or whatever. So Marinette and uh Cat Noir realize they need another help. So anyway, so um Marinette, because she can't be, you know, seen as Ladybug, she hides in like one of these bathroom stalls, whatever it's supposed to be. And Luca knows where she is, because Luca's like, okay, I know where she is, that's where she's at. So when the attack happens, you know, he goes to look for her to make sure she's still there. Turns out she's not there. And he's like, where the heck is Marinette? I don't understand. So anyway, Marinette is now Ladybug. She's transformed. They can't really stop Wishmaker. So she's like, we need Viperion. I hope I say I'm saying his name correctly. So she's like, we need Viperion. And who, who that, that's obviously Luca. So as Marinette, she goes, or sorry, as Ladybug, she goes looking for Luca. He transforms into Viperion. And Viperion has the power of second chance. So he's a, he's a snake, but he has the power to kind of rewind time. So if he messes something up, he can go back and then fix it and make it correct. So 
a few times in this episode, you know, Marinette gets shot at, um, like not, not like gonna kill, but like she gets shot at, revealing her true identity, same thing with, with Adrian. And um, Hawk Moth in this episode ends up finding out who each one is. But of course, because Volperion holds the time, you know, that he's a timekeeper, he can always erase that. So if Hawk Moth does know something or something is exposed, he can erase it back to a time where Hawk Moth doesn't know. Um, but he, Viperion keeps these memories. He never loses them. Even after Ladybug clears up everything and all the situations. Because normally when someone is akumatized, after they've been akumatized, they kind of forget what happened, what caused them to be akumatized in the first place. Um, So they forget what's going on around them. Even the people, the citizens of Paris, which is where the story takes place, they all forget things. The only ones who seem to remember our cat noir and ladybug um at least ladybug uh but sometimes cat noir doesn't but um in this episode viperion because it's his power he remembers everything so he ends up remembering um everyone in my fucking house is coughing and something well COVID. we don't we're all good i just got i just got my test i'm negative thank god but yeah everyone in my house is coughing of course anytime i'm on my freaking podcast these two want to talk anyway um so yeah we end up finding out that Viperion, aka Luca, now knows who Marinette and who Cat Noir are. And I believe he even knows that Adrian Agrest is the son of Gabriel, which he already knew that, but that Gabriel is Hawk Moth. So he's holding on to like three different secrets here. And even though he's the most straightforward and honest character, he realizes why he has to keep it a secret. But now he also realizes why Marinette and him could not work because she even said like she was holding. The first episode in, in season four, he ends up getting akumatized because he knows that she's keeping something from him, but he doesn't know what it is. So in this episode, now I think he has the clarity and understands like this is why she was keeping this stuff from me. Okay, now I get it. So it's going to be interesting going forward now. And also, I mean, it kind of makes him a, a bigger target because if he were to get akumatized at some point, he could definitely tell Hawk Moth who is who. So I'm wondering what's going to happen with the rest of it. I mean, I know, I think the show's only going to get like five seasons, I think, plus a movie. I'm not sure if that's all accurate. I know the movie's coming out, but I think the show's only getting five seasons as far as I know. So now that we're in season four and we're ending season four, I wonder what's going to happen for season five and if Luca is going to play a very pivotal role, which I think he always should have. I love Luca. He's, again, he's like my favorite character in the show. Um, I don't even really, like, Marinette gets on my nerves. I like Marinette, but she bugs me. So does Adrian. They both bug me. Um, I love him. I love Alia. And I love uh, Nino. Those are my favorite three characters in the entire show. But um, I am wondering now what's going to happen with this character because now he knows so much of her secret and not only does he know so much of the secret but it seems like a lot of well it seems like more and more of Marinette's friends not only are they becoming uh, miraculous holders but they also seem to be like kind of figuring out the clues to themselves so I feel like season five is gonna play out like Hannah Montana the movie where like everybody eventually knows that Ladybug and 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 Marinette are the same person like I feel like she's just gonna reveal herself because so many people are gonna start knowing who she is. I'm even wondering why the parents haven't played a bigger part in knowing who she is. They're her parents. They should definitely have like some type of idea or clue. And now that Luca knows and now that Alia knows, it's I think it's only a matter of time before her, I, I think Sabine, her mother, is definitely going to find out what's, what's going on. I think that's what's just going to happen. Um, I think the dad might stay oblivious for a while, but I think the mom is going to figure it out. I think she's just going to know. That or her her grandmother. One of the two, I think, are, one of the two or both are going to figure, I, I have a feeling they're going to figure it out. Or maybe even Chloe. I could see Chloe's her her class, like, rival besides, um, besides, uh, 
I've got to, I'm almost forgetting her name. Um, Lila. So Lila is like the bad guy, but Chloe is like her class rival. So I feel like Chloe might end up figuring it out and kind of like not really doing much with that information. Only reason why I say that is because I feel like Chloe, Chloe knows, well, if she is Ladybug, she holds the power of me becoming Queen V again, even though I'm like on ice. So maybe, you know, if I keep her secret for her, she might like, it's one of those, it, it reminds me of a Kate, and I know I'm doing this, Kate Sanders and Lizzie McGuire situation. If you guys remember Lizzie McGuire, that's what it reminds me of, of a Kate and Lizzie situation where it's like, yes, um, like, yes, uh, what's her name? Yes, uh, Chloe is, like, the bad guy in the show, like, the, like the, her arch nemesis. But at the end of the day, I think if she had to be friends with Marinette, she would become friends with Marinette, where I think Lila is just, like, her enemy. Like, Lila wants nothing to do with Marinette. Lila is shit. I love Lila, but she is shady. She wants nothing to do with Marinette. But I think that Chloe could eventually become her, like, frenemy, for sure. So I think that might happen in that situation. I, I could see Chloe finding out and still keeping that secret between her and Marinette because of how willing she was to help Ladybug, even after Ladybug was like, I'm putting you on ice. I just, I just think, just my personal thoughts and opinions. I know that she does not like Marinette, but I think, again, it's more of a friend of me situation than it is like, I just seriously loathe you. Cause I don't think Chloe hasn't, like, I call her their arch nemesis, but in my mind, I don't think Chloe really has an arch nemesis. I think Chloe is just, I am me and I'm above everyone else. I think Lila, Lila might be Marinette's arch nemesis, where I think Chloe's more like nobody is my, my arch nemesis because nobody's on my level. Like, it's just me up here. So that's, I think that's, that's what it is. So with that being said, I think she would definitely like keep Marinette's secret, um, knowing that her being Queen Bee again is in Marinette's hands. So I don't know, but it was a really interesting episode. I would recommend you guys watching it. Wishmaker is on Netflix, or I'm sorry, Netflix, is on YouTube right now. Um, it's, it's cut up into segments, but it's a really good episode. And I'm so glad that out of all the characters that it's Luca, who knows? Because in my opinion, Luca's the one that wouldn't say anything. Like I, I love Lila, or not Lila, I love, um, uh, Alia, but Alia is very close to Nino, their boyfriend and girlfriend, and Nino is Adrian's best friend. She would obviously spill that, and she would definitely tell Marinette who who Adrian was. And I think all that information in Alia's hands is very dangerous. And not only that, but any of their hands, it would be really dangerous because they're all best friends. I think Luca's the smart one because one, he's not in their class. Two, he's not around them all the time. Three, his circle of friends is very, very small. Even though he's friends with them, he he's not with them that often. So I think out of all the characters that would know her secret, it should be him because he's the one I think that would keep it for her and not intentionally or even unintentionally slip. I just don't think that he would, but um, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I don't know if episode 19 is even out. I haven't even bothered to look, honestly. I just watched the episode and I was like, what? So I had to get on here and tell y'all because I'm like, oh my God, like season four, even though I haven't watched the majority of the episodes of season four, I can honestly say season four is like the best season to me so far. Like I really was worried about Miraculous Ladybug becoming trash. And don't get me wrong, the first couple episodes really did bug me. Like really bugged me but a lot of what I've seen after that in my opinion has really stepped up the the, the whole season and especially with this episode this was a really good episode and it really made me like I already love Luca Luca like I said Luca was already my favorite character but it's like 
his writing, I feel like the writers for Luca are just really good writers. They understand how to write Luca. I'm watching other shows right now that I'm really into, characters that I love, where I feel like the writing for them is just iffy. Like, for example, I watched the show Titans on HBO Max, and I love Jason Todd, but I feel like Jason Todd's writing is very iffy. I don't think they know how to write him as well as I would like them to write him. Um, and so that, like, it hurts my heart when I see characters I really like being written poorly. Um, Jean Grey is another character. I love Jean Grey. And I love Storm, too. And in the movies, the X-Men movies, do not write these two women well. Or or Rogue. Like, any of the women, actually. Actually, you know what? Any character that is not Wolverine in the movies is written poorly. I said what I said. Stott is written poorly. Um, I felt like Beast was written poorly. Jubilee was barely written at all. Um, Storm and Gambit and Jean and Rogue, Psylocke, Bishop, a lot of these characters were just written very poorly or very like lackluster in their in their roles. Like not the actors, but I'm saying like what was written for them was very lackluster. So it sucks. Again, with Batman, you know, this is the first time Jason has been in something where it's like live action. We can watch it and enjoy it. And he's being written kind of poorly. You know, I'm not even, I like the way Barbara's being written, but I wish she was Batgirl Barbara, not more Oracle Barbara, but it is what it is. I don't know. So it's cool to see a show that I'm currently watching with a character I like being written so well. Like, honestly, exceptionally well compared to the other characters. Normally, you you like the main characters the most, but for me, and I think for much of the fan base of Miraculous Ladybug, I think a lot of people really just appreciate Luca. I know people who don't care for her, and like with Marinette and Luca, but still appreciate Luca by himself, which I understand. You might not ship them together, that's fine, but I definitely, and honestly, I don't either anymore. At this point, I think that he's too good for her, which is a problem. The main character of the show, like, nobody sh should be too good for the main character of the show, but in my opinion, Luke is too good for her. He just is. I think Luke is better off by himself or with somebody who really understands him. I, like, honestly, okay, actually, this episode, I was getting, and I don't, like, I normally don't get this vibe, but I was getting Luca and Adrian vibes. I kind of was. I was like, I, why am I vibing to this? Like, why am I vibing to this relationship? I don't know what this is, girl, but I really was. I was like, you know what? They would be a better couple because, like, Marinette's just too much. Marinette is just too much. She's too much. And even when it comes to, like, liking Adrian, she's just too obsessive. Like, Adrian does obsess a little bit over, or over Ladybug, but that's because they're partners, right? Like, to an extent, they're partners. Where it's like, she doesn't even know that Adrian is her partner. She doesn't know that he's Cat Noir. And she doesn't obsess about Cat Noir. She just doesn't. Even though he's, like, saved her life. She's saved his playing in times. They have, they have a relationship. She doesn't obsess about him. She obsesses about Adrian, who is a schoolmate, but they're not, like, they don't really hang out that much. Honestly, they don't, they're, they, they hang out, but they're not, like, that, that close. Where her and Cat Noir are, like, together all the time, saving the freaking world, right? And I can understand why Adrian would have, like, a crush on her, a really, really, like, not obsessed, but kind of obsessed over her, because they they work together so closely, right? They know, they, they have a common bond in, in, protecting Paris, not being able to tell people who they are, all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they bring their problems to work and they talk to each other. So I totally get his, from his point of view to an extent, I do think he's very like pushover and very just like blase in my opinion, but I don't like, it's kind of refreshing because Luca knows what he wants. And I think Adrian is, I don't know. I just, I think Adrian is a little bit more together than Marinette is. So I like I don't ship that couple, but I do like Adrian and Luca. Like I'm kind of like, I low-key ship it. It's cute. It's cute. I get it now. It's cute. A lot of people ship that couple. And I was like, I don't see it. Like, I don't see it like that, like that. This episode, I kind of did. I was like, okay, look at Luca knowing what he wants. 
okay, look at this. Like, he's trying to tell Adrian, but like, he, he even comforts Adrian in a way that, like, doesn't, like, demean himself or throw himself at Adrian. Like, I don't know. Marinette, like, obviously, he's not interested in Adrian. I'm just saying, but like, Marinette, she, like, throws herself at Adrian when, like, when he talks. It's, it's very desperate. And I like the fact that Luca doesn't, like, obviously, like I said, Luca doesn't have an attraction to him like that, but it's still great to, like, see him not do that right even in front of the girl that he likes it's just i don't know it's just it's a lot but yeah it's a really good show and i really like i really like luca i just want i want good things for luca also his backstory is really kind of sad like jagged stone being his dad and like him not knowing who his father was and everybody knowing but him and there were like even jagged stone is, is in this episode and he's like i'll save you dad it's weird to hear that like because it's it's still weird for me that they're related but it's cute at the same time and again Luca adjusted to that situation very well too another testament to Luca just being the best Luca's like we don't deserve him we don't deserve Luca we just don't he got turquoise hair we don't deserve him we just don't we don't deserve Luca for any reason at all we just we just don't he's way too zen for us he just he really is he's he's way too calm and zen for this tv show he just because he makes everybody around him look stupid like he really does like him just coming in being calm and collected and everybody else just tripping it's just like why is he here like everybody's going from zero to sometimes I think even Alia's too good for the show because Alia be like she brings Marinette back down or she's like calm down like she'll she'll tell Chloe to calm down she'll tell like Adrian uh, Adrian to calm down she'll tell Nino to calm down she'll tell Marinette I'm just like you are Marinette 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 to calm down she's just these two characters <laughs> but I love Nino I love me some Nino ne we don't deserve Nino we don't deserve um uh, Luca and we don't deserve Alia. We just don't. But without those three characters, would I watch the show? Hell no. I just wouldn't because the other ones are not enough. Like, I love me some Max. I love Max. I like Rose. Um, I like Julica. I like um, some of the other ones, but um, I, I, yeah, I need those three characters for sure. Anyway, that's the end of this one, you guys. I can't wait to watch the rest of season four. I'll probably come back and talk about it, but I just had to talk about this episode because I just, like, finally, after four seasons, Finally, people are starting to realize who she is. I'm so glad she told Alia. That was great. But now I'm glad that Luca knows. Like I said, out of all the characters, I think the best choice that the writers made was making sure that Luca knew because he has no motive. He doesn't have any reason to go behind Marinette's back and betray her or tell somebody else something. Like he might, which would which would be kind of out of character to me. It to me it'd be out of character of Luca to like slip up and tell somebody that he knows who she is, or even to tell her like he might give her clues that he knows but even that seems a little bit out of character for Luca I just I just think he I want I think he wants to be there for Marinette and I think the only way that he would let her know that he knows is by her being like really distraught about something and him wanting to comfort her and be like listen I know and it's okay that's the only way I think he would be able to tell Marinette that he knows but I still don't think he would let her know that Adrian is Cat Noir he might allude to it in like this kind of cute passive aggressive way but I don't think he would tell her and I definitely don't think he would tell her who Hawk Moth is unless he absolutely had to however I think he should at least her I understand not telling Adrian because I would blow up his world but at least no, don't even tell her because she's so attached to Adrian that it would just ruin her if she knew and she would tell Adrian it would be this big thing. Never mind. You know what? Damn it. Keep it to yourself, but keep it to yourself, Luca. You got this. One more season, Luca. One more season, Luca, in a movie. You got this. Keep it to yourself, Luca. Keep it to yourself. All right, you guys. I'll see you guys later. Have a great rest of your night, day, evening, whenever you listen to this afternoon, possibly either. Peace.